You're tuned into the Awakening Zone Radio Network, your news and information source for empowered spiritual awakening. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello and welcome to Pure Presence, all about the kids. This show is dedicated to those children who are perceived as disordered, yet are far from that, and to the parents, professionals, and caretakers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience, yet who also present with an expansive awareness beyond what is simply physical. These children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of just who these children are, and the energetic support needed to help balance you and them as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support will be offered as a guided meditation during the last 30-minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen in together, or you can simply intend that your child receive the benefit of the information you will receive, as well as the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to the children, it is necessary that you provide parental permission for them to receive it. Giving permission is as simple as registering your child at susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Again, that's susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Once registered, the energy work for each episode will be directed on behalf of you and your child and your child will remain on this list until you choose to remove them. We currently have 551 children registered for these episodes. For those of you who have questions about your children, you can join me in the Awakening Zone chat room where I'll be available for about 30 minutes right after this episode. So thanks, everybody, for making it. Today, it's great to have you here. Um, I have to say it. Um, time is doing something interesting these days because it either feels um some of the calls that I've had lately I feel like I've literally just spoken to those people, you know, a day before. In this case I feel like it's probably been two months since we've had this call instead of just one month. Um and I think in this case it has a lot to do with what's been going on in the last month. Um both on a kind of personal awareness level, but also just what's been available from the collective consciousness of the children. So in today's episode, I would like to kind of catch you up to speed with what has been going on over this last month. I'd like to um, kind of paint a picture of this collective consciousness of the children and kind of share, uh, uh, for me anyway, an expanded version of what might be going on within the energetics um, in relationship to the children. So nice deep breath 
everyone. Just clear out your clear out your day, clear out your space, kind of make room for new information just with that nice deep inhale and exhale. So there's been quite a few conversations lately with the collective consciousness of the children. And one of the things that um, I was noticing and asking them about energetically is that there seems to be this predominant frequency of love that is currently available. And I know that we've talked about the frequency of love before, um, even done you know specific workshops and things like that in the past around that frequency of love. But what was interesting is as I was kind of watching the energetic patterns and watching show, something show up that has I hadn't really noticed, you know, not as a what I would call as a template or as a schematic that was actually here and present in the physical. I began to ask the collective consciousness of the children, you know, kind of about that. And at the same time, um, I was also getting a lot of questions from various people about this whole concept, again, of the children having not been here before or having not had a physical, uh, you know, a human physical dense incarnation before. And so those two things were kind of swimming around together simultaneously. And then the collective consciousness of the children paid a visit. And when they paid a visit, they were really talking about, number one, the last time that in mass, and when when I say in mass, I mean all of these souls that are coming in now who ultimately get some diagnosis or other, Um, get the diagnosis of autism and or have those significant characteristics, when that was the population that felt like was communicating. And when I had that conversation with them, they were talking about the fact that the last time that particular soul group, if you will, had been in physical form, had been at the time of Lemuria. And that was interesting to me because, as you've heard me say before, so often in the past, when I look at the energetics of the children, you know, people will say, you know, there's this experience or that experience, there's this past life or that past life. I I personally, I know other people can see that these children have been here before and have had past lives, at a soul level, I just haven't been able to see that before. And so not even really at the time of Atlantis. And so when so I, they were directing me back to this energy of Lemuria. And what was really beautiful is as they directed me to this energy of Lemuria, and I was kind of sitting in that energy, what I was noticing is that the template, the energetic template that was kind of predominant at the time of Lemuria is the exact same template that I'm beginning to see make its way into the collective consciousness right here, right now. 
So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So that was really pretty exciting. You know, what are those? What do those two things have in common? Was my obvious next curiosity, and the children would direct me to spend a lot of time um, in this energy of Lemuria, and they pointed me in a couple di- different directions. One of the directions they pointed me into was the truly this frequency of love. You know, how did how did love feel then? What was what was quote unquote love in that energy? And what I noticed is that obviously not what we consider love to be at this stage of the game through our mental through well, quite frankly, through our physical bodies, our mental bodies, our emotional bodies. You know, that whole word love has been, it's kind of like God. You know, those words have been so skewed. But when I just sat in the energy of that, what I really noticed was that love there really indicated kind of a, a lack of separation. There was, in this energy of Lemuria, there was, what they shared was that we have we had not fallen so far um from our source if you will we have not, we had not fallen so far from um oneness that we had this sense of separation like we currently have and so love in that scenario felt very much like this this awareness of self while simultaneously an awareness of being one with all that is. And I know we, you know, you've heard those words before, you know, different people talk about them in different ways. But one of the things that I really want to do today in the energy work is I want to line us back up. I want to I, I want to create a space or an alignment that really creates the possibility and potential for you to access this information yourself, for you to feel that space as fully as possible. Because you as parents of energetically sensitive children, you as parents of children diagnosed with autism, are in a unique position. You live day in and day out, or you work day in and day out, with children who carry this frequency, and I've started to refer to it as kind of like a Lemurian love, um, and and that Lemurian love is a love that is very compatible um, in every way with who your children are, with who these children are. And it's probably pretty darn compatible with who you really are as well. And so this ability to start accessing this energy, start making it known to yourself, kind of breathing it in, being one with it. You know, as I as I played with it myself, what I noticed is the collective consciousness of the children would come that much closer. They would be that much more present. The communication between myself and that level of consciousness would be that much more clear and concise and precise. 
So that's kind of what I'd like to to pass on today by, you know, when we work in the, the energy at the end of the call. But as I'm as I'm looking at, you know, okay, so if this population was last here in mass at the time of Lemuria, and if at the time of Lemuria the frequency of love that the children talk about needing to be here before they can fully be here begins to make a little bit of sense, although it... Um, in some ways to the mental mind, you know, how do we bring Lemurian energy, Lemurian love here now? Um, But this is another thing that the kids are really teaching us. The kids are really, whether they're verbally teaching it to us, behaviorally teaching it to us, or teaching it to us telepathically um, through consciousness, we're really learning that, they function beyond time and space, um, that we all, quite frankly, function beyond time and space. It's just that we've put so much of our attention in the physical, in this time, in this space, that we've forgotten that we have access literally to all that is. And so being being making a connection to this Lemurian love, putting our attention into this Lemurian love, making it present for ourselves in this time space reality by by putting our attention and intention into that energy literally draws that frequency into this now moment, into this now experience. Again, as I played with that, what I notice is, wow, the kids are really present, really here. What was really cool during that whole, um, you know, we we all get various kinds of downloads. We all get have various experiences, and we all have those experiences only to right after that experience kind of go, hmm, I wonder how accurate that was, or I wonder... I wonder the the quote-unquote truth, um, or maybe not the quote-unquote truth, but the capital T, bigger truth of that that experience. And what was interesting for me anyway, because I always have those little things that run through my head, you know, am I actually going to say something about this to somebody? And usually I will as soon as I have a pretty firm understanding myself that, yes, that was an experience um, to be shared kind of thing. And the way this one came about was that within about three or four days of the children coming and talking about this Lemurian love, um, I was gifted, and I say that um, really from the depths of my being because it really let me know so much of what was going on was accurate, I was gifted with a somebody had uh contacted me for a private session and as we were um in the midst of the private session it was the first time I had worked with this individual and she happened to be from Hawaii and it just made me smile when she said she was from Hawaii and when she asked me to make the connection with her daughter and start paying attention to that energy, one of the things that she had said was that it's really challenging for this child 
to say she loves you, even to people that are closest. And when you ask her, you know, why are you not able to do this? She says, because it hurts. You know, it, it, it hurts to say that. And when I looked at the energetic patterning of, you know, who this child was, right there is this Lemurian energy, this Lemurian love, this being connected to that Lemurian love. And anything less than that experience, being physically, viscerally uncomfortable for this child in her physical body to to express, you know, an I love you from the vantage point of the current collective consciousness, literally too vibrationally amiss from who she really is um, to to really even be said without kind of feeling uncomfortable in the body. But what was interesting is this parent also knew this energy of Lemuria. They knew that they were in Hawaii because of that Lemurian energy. There was a very strong lineage piece in relationship to this particular family as well, which was really beautiful, coming down through that kind of divine feminine or maternal line, her mother, herself, her daughter, and the energy literally, this Lemurian love energy literally building from generation to generation. Um, And the fact that they were conscious of that was, you know, all the better. But it was great confirmation for me that, yes, indeed, this energy is present and accounted for. It is coming back around that the collective consciousness of humanity at this time is able to allow this um I'll say new frequency of love, but only new because it's new to the current condition. Um, Kind of an old frequency of love, actually, you know, as far as that's concerned. But regardless, it's almost as if whatever's going on right now is allowing this energy to seep into the cracks of um, of the collective unconscious. What that is simultaneously doing, as far as the kids um, are concerned, is it's beginning to allow people to move back to a state of self-love. It's beginning to kind of create an avenue for people to understand a bigger vantage point of who they are, a bigger vantage point of what is possible. And for right now, within the collective, within the collective unconscious, that is still unconscious. It's something's bubbling to the surface, but it's not necessarily something that, you know, the masses within humanity are saying, "Hey, I'm really beginning to love myself more." It's it's bit by bit, little pieces by little pieces, but. Within this community, within the consciousness that you all are listening to this type of information, that consciousness um, is conscious. That ability to say, hey, I can tap into um, this frequency, this particular frequency of love, this Lemurian love, I can... can, um, 
I can offer offer that to myself. I can make a connection with that energy. I can get acclimated to that energy, be that. And as I do, that creates a space for, you know, not only each and every one of us to kind of move a little bit deeper into that sense of self-love, move a little deeper into a greater awareness of who we are in the much bigger picture, but it also creates the very seeds or the very the seeds within the space of what these energetically sensitive children can really be can really resonate with. It's like creating a compatible environment and creating that compatible environment happens by drawing this Lemurian love into this time and space. And one of the other things that was really exciting to watch is just how, hold on just a second, just how um, intimately linked your energy already is with this frequency. Just like watching this client and the lineage that was passed down from grandmother to mother to daughter, you know, was um, this is an energy that has been kind of literally held in, I would say, in your DNA, in your cellular memory. It's ready to be awakened. And I know that it's ready to be awakened. We had a a conversation a few um, episodes back about really empowering, um, especially the mothers, and empowering the women that work with these children, that, that are present with these children day in and day out. And when I look at that piece of empowerment work that we did then, leads very nicely up to this awakening within each and every one of us to this, compatible frequency of love and i one of the things i absolutely adore about this work is man i don't think i could make this stuff up if i tried because we all have a concept of you know what we think love is we all have had a concept of you know how we can support our children um in their own integration process how we can support ourselves in our integration process. But what I'm really learning over and over again is that truly in the vastness of our being, you know, this ability to be beyond time and space, this ability to have within us all the the tools that we need, we simply need to be reminded that those tools are there And the other piece that's brilliant is it feels to me like everything in its own time. You know, this natural and organic unfolding that we keep talking about that allows the next kind of layer of information to be available in the moment that it's needed. And so this information may be available somewhere else. It probably is but not available to me um, prior to this. You know, it's it's that timing, um, I think, in, in our own uh, evolution. 
perfect timing in our own evolution. But really exciting to see this as a template within humanity, to see it begin to emerge within each and every one of you, to hear the children talking about this particular time and space and the the beautiful compatibility of that energy with who they are and who we are all becoming in their midst. So really wonderful components there. One of the other pieces that was very obvious to me in their direction back to this Lemurian energy. I was asking them about Atlantis, and they were saying that by the time that we were in the energy of Atlantis, that that too much separation had already occurred, too much separation between source, self, if you will, and the experience um, of being physical, just too much distance between. And obviously that distance created a a rift, a big enough rift that, you know, um, Atlantis could not hold itself together, literally. So that piece was there. But what the children were also talking about in regards to Atlantis is that they were saying that by the time that... Um, their presence was available in Atlantis. It could no longer be available in a physical form. Even the um, even the form then was too dense for them. But they were able to um, almost like guides, supports. Um, I would consider them to be kind of their souls to be kind of like an angelic presence at that time they were able to support that Atlantean error through technology. They were able to, you know, the kids, that was another piece that was really interesting to hear. The kids have said for a real long, a really long time, we are the new technology. We are the technology of consciousness itself. That consciousness or that technology is the technology of love. So, We can imagine that at the time of Lemuria, in form, these children were the technology of love. They were love. And and many Lemurians, most Lemurians, were really functioning in, in that frequency. At the time of Atlantis, some of those souls from Lemuria were able to physically incarnate and be in that time and space function there, this particular population in their high frequency was not able to, but they were able to um, influence the Atlanteans with technologies. And we know from that Atlantean era that some of those technologies were used in love. Some of those technologies were the technologies of love. And some of that energy went to creating more of a rift between who we really are and, um, you know, who we are experiencing ourselves as or being in the physical. So 
I also find it fascinating that the children are, when I look at some of the things that the children are really responding to right now as far as supports, as far as quote-unquote treatments, those treatments are very often based in technologies. And when I look at the technologies of different things that are really being supportive for the collective consciousness of the children in this time and space and supporting that integration, I look at things like the the autism um, healing intention program with Dr. Tiller. That That energy, that process is seeped in love. Um, and now will be seeped in a more specific frequency of love. I'm looking at other technologies. Um, Len Anthony Smith in um, New York at Dreamweaver House is using particular technologies and to support the children. And when I look at the technologies that he's using, also seeped in love, you know, just, Um, You know, he too seeped in love. I look at the, the, the programs, the processes, the energy that can be really supportive of the children and their integration process. And when I look at that, whether it is an actual technology, whether it's a process, or whether it's another human being, the underlying current of that success is this technology of love. It's that thread that goes all the way back, whether it's consciously known to that individual, that process or that technology or not. It's a thread that goes all the way back to that kind of Lemurian base. So we're going to play in this energy today. We're going to, this should be a session that feels just wonderful to your own heart space. It should be a session that opens that heart energy to not only the feeling of expansiveness, but the awareness of your own expansiveness. And I think that this is probably crucial and critical at this particular juncture. You know, this population, we we know that this population is here for a significant reason. We know that they are going to uh, maintain a particular frequency, almost as a soul directive. They're going to hold a particular vibrational frequency, and they are unwilling and uncompromising in their um, desire, attempts, to be anything less than that frequency. And for that reason, you know, if they can't quite physically be in the body, if they can't quite kind of be engaged in the old paradigm mental processing for right now, this has everything to do with them at a soul level holding this vibrational frequency. And it has very little, if not zero to do with whether or not we are parenting them correctly or educating them correctly or those kinds of things. At a soul level, this whole population has 
um, a directive. Some of these children are conscious of that directive. Some of them are unconscious of it. Just like some of you are conscious of your soul patterning and what you're here to do and accomplish, and some of you are just beginning to grow into that awareness. Regardless, I think that if we place our attention back in this specific frequency of love, this Lemurian energy of love, we will not only begin to access our own awareness of self, but we will bring that forth within us first, creating a space for that. And as we create a space for that, we allow a a space for the children to align to. You know, it has to be compatible with who they are. So fine-tuning things a little bit now in this frequency of love And I'm going to let the collective consciousness of the children really kind of direct the whole show as far as this energy piece is concerned um, and just see how that consciousness would like to support you in unveiling this energy within you, unveiling it at a cellular level, and and maybe even how how to, excuse me, how to create this bridge this not even a bridge so much as a an interface um, between what they know about this frequency of love and what we can and how we can be as it, I guess is the best way to describe it. So if everybody will give yourselves permission to just relax, be comfortable, slow down for the next, 25 minutes and just find yourself in a place where you can be as undisturbed as possible you might notice that if you have children in your household who are energetically sensitive they might show up during this they might show up right after it just hug them you know just Transmit whatever you get today. Let them know you've got it. Okay. So finding your breath. And in the name of the I Am Presence that we each are, we'll invite this collective consciousness of the children, specifically those who are conscious, of this patterning, this Lemurian love patterning and asking for their support and their guidance, their direction. All right. Finding your breath. And putting your attention, your awareness, into your cellular structure. And as you put your attention into your cellular structure, if you're visual, call up a cell. Call a cell into presence. And look within that cell 
asking where is that signature buried? Where is that signature of this Lemurian compatible energy of love? And if you're not so visual, allow yourself to feel it or sense it or simply intend that your awareness make a connection with this particular signature. It's hidden literally right within each and every cell. All those trillions of cells just awakening and of pushing this frequency to the surface. And let's amp that energy up just a little bit. Let's get it all the way up. Here we go. Yes, Yes, clearly, just a remembering. This is just a remembering. Just allow it to emerge from the cells. It's like this, and it's just so cool to be this from the inside out. I mean, really grasp. You are this. You are this frequency from the inside out. It's always been there. It's always been held kind of dormant. It's like when is humanity ready for the infiltration of a frequency of love that literally draws them back to themselves? that literally helps us turn the collective corner, if you will, start merging, you know, as far into separation as we can possibly have gone, just to have the experience, just to have the the quote-unquote fun of it. And now all of a sudden turning that corner, because we can, and beginning to move back in the direction of oneness, of unification, of of what love actually is, you know, that lack of separation. Right? Okay, right in the cells, feel, see, sense, experience that signature. Okay. on the cells within the physical heart the cells within the physical heart and allow those cells within the physical heart 
almost to um, what what they're showing me is become collective. So allow those cells within the physical heart to resonate with each other to such a degree that it's like they become a unified, like the heart becomes a single cell within this Lemurian frequency of love. It's truly compatible. Compatible throughout all dimensions. Compatible throughout all space and time. But not only compatible, available. Okay, right into the heart space. Cells of the heart resonating. One heart. One cell. One frequency of love. Kokomoatai seke matokoyakum ete sekiakiakiomoatai em oyoetai ya yo oesa sesa mokoyito yeta So whatever other purposes, other directions, other trajectories you've been on as a soul having a human incarnation, this particular being a a house, being a, a host to this frequency, this compatible frequency of love, has been part of that, part of your individual journey. If you're listening to this, it truly is simply a remembering and emerging from within. It's like the heart is becoming, the physical heart even is beginning to come online or resonating with this frequency. It's like you you came ahead of time. You came ahead of the children to create a space for the children, to create a a grounding, if you will, a grounding of a particular frequency. And that frequency gets laid and nestled in and nurtured and watered and blessed with sunshine and nurtured over and over and over at different levels of consciousness until it can be seen, experienced, grown, So this is available within each and every one of you. So right back to this heart space, 
So allowing that Lemurian frequency to be really amped up here, right in the heart space. Blueprint. There you go. Whew. 
that just moved it. There you go. And so now as you feel that energy in the physical body, you might even feel that moving down the arms now. There might be enough of an opening, tingling in the arms and the fingers, maybe some movement in the stomach, gurgling, gastrointestinal kind of movement, energy in the stomach. There you go. Maybe a clearing in the head as that heart energy from a physical base really begins to radiate. And then allowing yourself to move right out in through that heart chakra. It's almost like you've taken a pinpointed attention point, a pinpointed focus, and you're radiating that through that chakra. Whether you see that chakra as a cone or a disc or a sphere, seeing it start at the center and really begin to spin out, radiate out. There you go. Kokui ma tate e sasa soko yoke ma ta koyo yoe tate e sen. Se 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 ma koki okoe na okomoide. And again, inviting that frequency, that Lemurian frequency, right into the heart chakra. So as you breathe that in, as you're inhaling and exhaling, it's coming right in through the chakra into the physical heart, right from the physical heart back out through the chakra, radiating out into the dimensional bodies, radiating out as a message or a signature, a beacon back to the soul. And as you really begin to breathe that from the soul to the physical, from the physical to the soul, you'll begin to see, experience, realize no separation. Here we go. Less and less separation. This Lemurian frequency of love is seeped in no separation. It's like the the true meaning of of love. Right down to the fact that the space between you and another individual, another individual that appears to be separate from you because you have a physical body or because you have a mental mind that can construct certain ideas. The only thing between you, the love that you are, and the love that that other individual is, is space. There's only space between you. And as you begin to breathe in this frequency, remember it 
be it, expand it. It literally becomes your space. It's like an invitation. To love. It's an invitation to be here in love. So each and every one of the kids has been carrying this for a really long time. And as it becomes activated in each and every one of us, like each inhale kind of draws that energy that they are, that signature with them a little closer. Each exhale, breathing the signature within you back to them. This lovely kind of push and pull, this lovely acclimation process, acclimating to each other's heart space. Here we go. So, some kueta ke kama te kyokyokumu ama te te se kyokumuye. Yeah, ketakomoye te ke san. Let it feel nice. Just reminding us that sometimes we just forget in the density of this human condition that here that here can simply feel nice. There you go. Beautiful. One last tone to really hold this frequency, to be it, to know it, to experience it. Okay. you've drifted a bit during this energy work, allow these words to simply bring your attention and intention right here, right now, 
Allow the words to just gently, organically move you to the body. And as your attention point moves to the physical, moves to the body within the physical, allowing yourself to find your breath, And again, really breathing, very consciously breathing that Lemurian love energy right into every cell of the body, breathing it back out, right back into every cell of the body, breathing it back out. And as you begin to use this breath, allow that breath to begin to move the body that nice inhale, move that energy right down your limbs, right through the physical body, into the head. And as you do so, just rotate the neck, stretch the arms and legs. Give yourself a hug. Put your hands on your own heart space. Feel that energy, that Lemurian love energy coming right out to your hands and touching it right back into the heart. Right throughout the the heart chakra out into all that is and back in. Play with it. Make it go as, as far as you want it. Keep it as close as you want it. Just become conscious of it by playing with it by noticing it. There you go. So with three nice deep inhalations and exhalations, on that third exhalation, breathe your eyes open if they were closed. There you go. So for some of you, if your heart is racing a little bit or it's palpitation kind of energy going on, again, just breathe into it. Breathe it through. It's going to be finding a new rhythm. Right? So no need to rush off to a doctor if your heart starts fluttering just a little bit, unless it's kind of been a consistent kind of thing but in this next month's time it's almost like the heart will begin to find a new rhythm that signature is going to begin to emerge within the cells and because it emerges within the cells the the energy that you put out begins to change the chakra and the way that that energy is projected through that chakra begins to change So be patient with yourself. Be easy on yourself. Just notice what you notice, right? There you go. Beautiful. Beautiful. One last inhale and exhale. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. 
You, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You've not chosen an easy role, but you've chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed, not only with seeing them, but the deeper truth of who we are as well. If you would like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. That's S-U-Z-Y Miller.com. There you'll find articles, videos, books, and details for the Awesomeism certification process. There's a new Autism Healing Intention Program beginning on August 3rd, and the next Awesomeism certification process begins on September 16th. Please feel free to contact me through the website if interested in the certification for a free 20-minute consultation. I'd also like to share that Christine Day will be offering two special messages from the Pleiadians in the Awakening Zone Academy, Sacred Patterning of the Heart and Anchoring the Seeds of Living Principles. Both sessions will help you release and forgive the past while moving into self-love. You can register at awakeningzoneacademy.ning.com. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone at 1 p.m. today is Miriam Knight with special guest Rashmi, let me make sure I get it, Kilnai. She is the author of Divine, The Divine Mother Speaks, The Healing of the Human Heart. All of this is just all going together beautifully. On Monday is Dream Interpretation with Kelly Sullivan Walden at 1 and Bright Light with Dee Wallace at 7 p.m. Please join me again on pure, for Pure Presence, Aligning to Self at 9 a.m. Central Daylight Time on Friday, August 2nd, and another episode of Pure Presence, All About the Kids, on August 30th. Until next time on Pure Presence, many, many blessings. and inspiration for our evolving consciousness.